Welcome back to Devori Darkens Live, episode number 159. Feels like I've been away for quite a bit, but we're back now. And in today's show, we're going to be discussing three lessons that you have to learn if you're going to master your own masculine and feminine energy in your relationships. I've had quite a few people ask me this question over this past week, and when more than one person asks me a question, I usually will turn it into a, uh, a podcast episode. So that's what we're talking about today, especially if you're an individual where, as I said in the last podcast, um, some of you guys had questions about how do you develop better relationships? How do you attract the right people? How do you have a healthy relationship? How do you get yourself healthy, right? How do you be the person you need to be to create the relationship you want to create? Well, it's all going to come down to understanding how to master these two energies. Now, I'm not going into, um, I really don't know what people even say when it comes to this topic. I just know there's a lot of opinions. There's a lot of complaints. There's a lot of clickbait um, so this podcast today is really going to be an education for you. I think before we get into trying to give people our opinions on every little political or social justice topic out there, why don't we just start by educating people? That way people can get the right information and start drawing their conclusions from there. So these three lessons I'm going to share with you today is not only going to give you the education you need to understand yourself better, especially when it comes to your relationships, but also it's going to teach you a few things that you could be doing um, if you want to have better relationships. So as I always say, you might want to take out a pen and a paper and write down some of these notes as I go through this. Now, if you're going to change who you are in your relationship and get better, you're going to have to have a purpose for that, which is why I created something called the Purpose Finder Cheat Sheet. Uh, this is a cheat sheet that helps you discover your purpose in life because that's where it all starts. Why are you going to become the best husband? Why are you going to become the best wife? Why are you going to become the best mother, father, friend, brother? It's all going to come down to what is your purpose? You got to have an emotional reason to becoming that type of person. And that's why I created the Purpose Finder Cheat Sheet. You can go to the link in my bio right now. And download a copy of that. And because you're going to download it, you get a free video training that shows you exactly how to fill it out. Yes, I'm that helpful. It's that simple. Secondly, I know I have people who watch, as always, who are looking for help. Here's your sign. If you've been looking for someone to coach you and mentor you um, because you read all the books, you've listened to every single episode I have and you watch additional podcast episodes, but you're still not making any progress, you're still where you are, you need to schedule a call with me and find out if I can, in fact, help you. I'm not sure until we have a conversation. And from there, we'll find out if I can absolutely help you get what you want. Now, what are those three lessons you're going to need to learn if you are going to master your own masculine and feminine energy in your relationships? Now, Let's start here. Why would you want to do something like that? Sounds like a lot. Why would you, why would someone do that? Because you're not getting the results you want in your relationships. See, if you have a happy marriage right now, 
everything's good, you guys have grown, you're tight, you're successful, uh, you may not have to listen to this show today because you're demonstrating through your results that you know what you're doing. Now, if that's not you and you're continuing to find yourself in arguments, you're continuing to find yourself with inner conflicts emotionally, you're not finding success in relationships, this episode is definitely for you. And by the way, is not just in a marriage or girlfriend, boyfriend, but also with your family. I'm meaning your children. So I'm telling you, this is really going to play a huge role, I believe, in people's lives tonight. I believe someone who's watching right now, you've been waiting to hear something like this. And I'm going to give you my perspective on this topic from a mindset point of view, because that's where success always starts. It starts in the mind first doesn't start with another person's opinion or what society says or what people are putting up on, you know, YouTube shorts about this topic and trying to catch your attention and get you triggered so they can get more views and likes and clicks. That's not what this is today. Okay. I'm going to give you some absolute, uh, I would say authentic. I'm just going to share some stories, give you some lessons, and I believe it's going to make an impact for you. So let's first go over the three lessons and then I'll dive into them one by one and uh, we will go from there. Uh, lesson number one, you must understand and learn that opposites always attract and balance out the equation. Lesson number two, you need to know what you want and what you must become in order to get it. Lesson number three, your insecurities will always stop you from behaving authentically in your relationships. So let's go through those because I know those are some interesting topics. And I'm going to show you how these three lessons will help you master your masculine and feminine energy. Now, really quick, because in order for me to explain these lessons, let's first understand what I mean when I say masculine and feminine energy. Well, according to the dictionary, masculine energy is describing the characteristics of a man. A feminine energy is describing the characteristics of a woman. Now, in the context of relationships, that definition would make total sense. Now, when it comes to life in general, um, you can say that uh, masculine energy is more assertive, uh, more aggressive, more direct, right? Uh, feminine energy could be more subtle, more finesse, more passive, both serve a purpose. In fact, both are equally as powerful, by the way. Um, so I'm going to be sharing it from those two perspectives, okay? I am not shooting this show trying to tell you um, what your energy needs to be. I'm not here to tell you who you need to be in your relationship. What I'm going to do is educate you, and hopefully my expectation here is you will make the decision on how you need to be moving forward in your life and in your relationship. So again, masculine energy is describing the characteristics characteristics of a man in a relationship. Feminine energy is describing the characteristics of a woman in a relationship. And overall, both individuals can express and do express both masculine and feminine energy, just depending on what the situation is and their emotional intelligence, by the way. So let's get into these three lessons. Number one, opposites always attract and balance out the equation. What does that exactly mean? Well, if I took the magnet that's on this Apple pen right now 
and I took the magnet that's at the side of this iPad and I brought them close together, they automatically go together, right? Why is that? Because this magnet and this magnet are opposites. They attract to each other. But you ever notice when you take a magnet that's the same and you try to put them together, what happens? They repel. Now, I can't do that because uh, I don't have those magnets in front of me, but I'm sure you've seen an example of that before. See, this pen and this iPad on the side, they go beautifully together. They're not the same. They're the opposite. Now, they're the opposite of the same thing, okay? But that's the way it goes, like yin and yang. Boom. Night and day. Boom, right? Left and right. Up and down. Masculine, feminine. Male and female, right? When you connect things, that's the way it goes. So opposites attract. Now, what people find, if you've ever been on a sports team, uh, if you've ever been into a college project, maybe for your um, one of your classes, a professor gave you a project and there's a group of people in there and you guys have to work together, uh, maybe you're at work and there's people in multiple leadership roles. What, hap what causes things to go off the deep end really quick? When there's too many chiefs, right? There's got to be a leader and there's got to be a follower at all times. And even the leader, if they're emotionally mature enough, they know when to take a step back and follow and let someone who would normally follow uh, lead in a particular relationship uh, situation. Why? Because opposites attract, they balance out the equation. How are you going to get things done if you got 80 different chiefs trying to bark out orders? That never works. We used to say that in the military. You know, we used to say, oh, there's too many chiefs. Yeah, we, we can't get anything done. There's too many, too many chiefs, too many orders. We're, we're confused. Right? So whether you're in the workplace or in your relationships or just in life in general, the lesson here is this. Um, someone needs to lead and then someone needs to follow, okay? You can't have two people trying to lead at the same time. That will cause confusion. That doesn't work. That's why I said if we go back to the magnet, right, these are opposites. That's why they go together, okay? But if these were the same, believe it or not, because remember, yes, they're called magnets, but the particles inside the magnet are rearranged a certain way. So when they are rearranged the same way, when two magnets have the same particles rearranged the same way, they will not stick together. They will repel against each other. My point is in life, in success with our teams, our relationships, you can't have two chiefs. You got to have one. Now, I would argue that any person with any level of emotional intelligence probably already knows this. However, just because you know it doesn't mean you practice it and doesn't mean you respect it because remember, as I get into these three lessons, what stops you from executing these lessons and taking them today and absolutely applying it in your life? Your subconscious mind, the way you've been programmed, the way you've been programmed, the way you were brought up, the way you were trained, what you were told to think, what you were told, what you were told that is true, what you were told that is false. Even though those things may not be factually accurate, you know, or, or you know what I mean? So some people, they grow up and they're told, you know, you've got to behave this way. But the results are not 
showing them that that is the right way to behave. We're going to get into that on lesson number two and three, but I just want you to understand something. Two chiefs can't get it done. You got to have one. It's just the way it is. Now, people will fight you on it and tell you some people may push back right now. Well, Devorah, you know, why do we even even have to have a chief? Because it's just like, why do we have nighttime? Because there's a daytime. Why do we have left? Because there's right. Why is there an up? Because there's a down. Why is there an inside? Because there's an outside. Why is there masculine? Because there's a feminine. They both are equal, just opposite of the same thing. The problem is, is that people are not educated on that. So they believe in their mind. Well, you know, I'm two chiefs can can make this happen. No, that's not going to work. And you know what I'm talking about because you probably have been subjected to that already. Maybe in the workplace, maybe in your own relationship. You got two people trying to be chiefs. That's not going to work. And what happens? You can't help but cause a conflict. Now, you may have run into this even with your friends or maybe a couple of family members who are not an individual who, when you're speaking with them, are looking to listen. They're looking to talk over you, right? They're looking to be the other chief. And again, that's not going to lead to conducive uh, relationships. It just isn't. It's not going to be conducive to your relationships. It just isn't, right? So what is the point is that Everybody in this world has both energies, masculine and feminine. In a relationship, when we're talking about masculine energy, we're talking about the man. And if we're talking about the feminine energy, we're talking about the woman. But that still does not mean the man does not express certain feminine energies. And same thing for the woman. The point is this. You must understand in every single situation, in order to maximize this potential, there must be balance. There has to be order, right? If there's no order, things are going to be chaotic. It's the way it is. So lesson number one is opposites attract and will help balance out the equation, okay? One plus one equals two, okay? Well, the equation in any relationship is yin and yang. Your natural inherent qualities and characteristics complement my natural inherent qualities and characteristics, and vice versa. We basically complement each other. That's the way that it works. Now, lesson number two, and I'm going to circle back on these and, and, and really talk about them more in depth, but I, I kind of want to give you guys the, the summary here. Uh, lesson number two is you got to know exactly what you want and who you need to become in order to get it. You see, what does this have to do with your masculine and feminine energy? Well, masculine energy is you going out there and getting active, taking action, being assertive, taking the initiative, putting yourself out there. That's what that is. Speeding up. And, you know, depending on what you want is going to dictate the type of energy that you're going to need to express. Right. Like, for example, when I was in the military, I remember we had different types of leaders. There was a leader who uh, I had that only wanted to have a, a good resume. They wanted to be good with the numbers and they wanted to show off to their superiors so they can get promoted. So this person was extra masculine and they would always bark out orders and they never cared about you. 
They, they didn't care who you were, where you were from. They had no emotional co- connection to you whatsoever. They just wanted things done. They want it done now. And they don't care if you can't get it done. They want it done anyway. And if you don't get it done, they're going to make you, you know, they're, they're going to punish you. I used to have leaders like that. They were very toxic in a sense. Um, because what they wanted was something for themselves. They did not want to actually help people. They did not want to create a strong culture, right? They did not want to build a um, um, an efficient and strong unit. That, that wasn't on that commander's mind. What was on that commander's mind was trying to get promoted. And so he only cared about the numbers. H- however, I had another commander who um, cared about numbers, but he cared about you more. You see, that commander that I had expressed feminine energy at times. He would actually know what your name was. He would know where you're from. He'd ask you about your family. He wanted to know something special about you. And every time he saw you, he'd stop, look you in the eye and say, hey, how are you? And he would connect with you emotionally. And it only took him 30 seconds. And then we were off, right? The point that I'm making here is, what did I say in lesson number one? Opposites obviously attract and balance out the equation. What does that mean exactly? Well, if you're wanting to be a better leader, you've got to understand when to exercise your masculine energy and when to exercise your feminine energy. Most people don't understand that. They just think it's one way and that's it. But the results tell the story. You see, a great leader is someone that people want to follow. Not because they have to, but because they want to. But there's a big difference between that. And the difference is that that great leader is emotionally mature. That leader knows when to exercise masculine energy and when to exercise feminine energy. Now, get this. That leader may not know that's exactly what they're doing. That that's I'm just giving you guys kind of the educational part behind this. They may not know they if you ask them, hey, why do you lead that way? They're not going to say, well, you know, I was thinking about using my masculine energy towards this and my feminine. They're not going to say things like that. OK, I'm just giving you guys the the proper terms behind the behaviors that you're seeing. OK, so, you know, don't show up to work tomorrow talking about, yeah, you know, guys, from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m., I'm going to use my masculine energy. And then, you know, I'm going to don't do that. OK, that's not what I'm saying. Now, I digress. Based on what you want, that dictates who you need to be, right? So if you want to be a leader that people want to follow, that means you need to become a person who is what? Emotionally mature, who understands the differences in the energy, who understands when to lead and when to follow, who understands how people behave, who understands the people that are following them. You see, there are people, and I would say I'm this way, which is why my podcast is the way that it is. I'm a guy that's like, just give it to me straight, man. I don't care how disrespectful disrespectful you may be to me. Just be honest. I'd rather you hurt my feelings so I know what I need to do to get to where I want to go than you kind of sugarcoat and beat around the bush and kind of tell me what it is. No, just tell me what it is. If I didn't get the job done, tell me I didn't get the job done. Okay? Now... Some people, they're not emotionally ready for that. Some people, they need a more feminine approach. You see, there's differences, right? Some people respond very well to be for, they respond very well to someone getting in their face and tell them, hey, bro, 
this is what we need this done. Like, let's get this done. Let's go. There's people who respond very well to that. And then there's people who don't. That's too much pressure. So a great leader understands the differences in the people that they are leading. They understand how they can be direct with one person and then another person, they can't be as direct. They have to frame it a certain way. Now, that sounds like a lot of work, but that's why great leaders get paid a lot of money. That's why people value great leaders. It is what it is. That's the price that has to be paid. You got to understand who, who you need to be uh, in order to get what it is, whatever it is that you want. Now, lesson number three, here's a summary of this one. Your insecurities will always stop you from behaving authentically in your energy. Now, what does that exactly mean? Well, that means this. Maybe you grew up just like me and you didn't have a father. Um, you were a boy and your mother raised you. Well, more than likely, unless you get some type of male figure in your life who mentors you, more than likely, you will not behave authentically in your masculine energy. You won't because you were only raised with feminine energy. So you're going to be sensitive. You're going to be emotional. You're going to see things from the perspective of a woman because that's who raised you. I know that because that's what happened to me. And there's been so many people I've had this conversation with, some people I'm, I've coached, um, who has this, this exact problem. Now, listen, it's nobody's fault, right? And that's not a knock on our mothers at all. They gave us what they were supposed to give us. They were supposed to give us their feminine energy. They were. Problem is, is there was no man to give them masculine energy. So it didn't balance out. So for me, in my own 20s, I was a very emotional person. I mean, all you had to do was say one word, look at me a certain way or do something, and I was triggered. I had a lot of insecurities. I didn't deal with that. That's why I said your insecurities will always stop you from behaving authentically in your energy, whether you are a woman or you're a man. Now, let's take the other way around. Let's say you're a woman and again, your father wasn't there. What's going to happen? What's going to happen? You're going to be masculine towards men a little bit. You know why? Because your father wasn't there. You don't trust him. We can also say it the other way around, too. That if your father wasn't there, you're out there doing things you know you shouldn't be doing. Trying to get attention you know you shouldn't seek, right? That's not what your feminine energy is all about. See, your feminine energy is based on intuition. Your intuition tells you what you're doing is wrong. Right? People pleasing. Letting people walk all over you. Seeking attention from people you know you shouldn't seek it from. That's what I'm talking about. This conversation could go on for the next 30 years. And I think people still will barely understand it. Now, on the other hand, let's say you're a woman and you did have a mother and a father. But your mother, she wasn't good to you. She couldn't give you what she didn't have. And she said a lot of bad things when it came to men. And she told you the classic words, oh, you don't need nobody's help. And that becomes an insecurity. That becomes a limiting belief. And you grow up and you do everything by yourself. 
And that means you're not really being authentic in your own energy. You're not. You're trying to be both energies at the same time in situations you shouldn't be doing or being in. Again, opposites attract and balance out the equation in life. Two people who obviously respect each other and are um, authentic when it comes to their energy, oh, they are going to be in harmony with each other. One person, or actually both of them, they know when to lead and they know when to follow. I give you guys a great example of this. My wife and I. When it comes to the organization and the structure inside the home, I got nothing to do with that. That's all on her. That's her. She's great at that stuff. You know, she's more collaborative. She knows how to host and put things together. That's feminine energy. I'm not a host. I'm like, I want to get this done. Let's go. Let's go. Right. I don't got time to talk to you. I don't want to collaborate. I just want to make shit happen. That's masculine energy. Feminine energy is like, all right, let's come together, guys. Let's collaborate, right? Let's enjoy our time here. That's why I said it's not just strictly based on what your gender is, okay? It's understanding when to express these energies based on the situation. But if you have insecurities that you haven't dealt with, you're not going to be very successful in doing that, right? You see, as we go back through these three lessons, which I'm going to go back through, you're going to see that this is not an either or. This is not a masculine versus feminine thing. This isn't a man versus a woman thing. This is We're talking about emotional intelligence here. We're talking about how we're both wired. And we're talking about knowing when, meaning becoming very self-aware on when you need to lead and express your masculine energy and when you should follow and let things happen. That's using your feminine energy. Knowing when to be assertive and aggressive, which is masculine energy, and knowing when to trust your intuition, okay, and take a more nuanced approach to things. Now, for example, I've, I've seen this happen, especially in the military. Some people, you know, you can only ride them so hard for so long, okay? Some people start tuning you out. When you have someone who's very assertive and aggressive, that may work in some situations. Now, in the military, when we're talking about life and death, absolutely. I don't have time to explain. Just follow my orders. Right? One second can make the difference here. But if you're trying to develop a relationship with someone, being that aggressive from the jump, that is not going to work. How are you going to build trust with someone when you're overly aggressive and assertive? There's no way. Right? So that's what I'm saying. You, you have to be, you, you got to read the room. You have to understand when to express what type of energy, because both man and woman have both type of energies. Now, men obviously should be expressing, generally speaking, more masculine than they are feminine energy. Again, it shouldn't be 100% masculine, and I'm never going to you know, be feminine as a man. Of course you are, especially if you have kids, you know, especially if you love your wife, right? Especially if you lead people and people are looking up to you, you will sooner or later express that energy towards them. You can't help it. If you are a great leader, by the way, keyword, if. 
But if your insecurities are not handled, you're not going to trust that energy that you know is that feeling that you have inside on how you should be behaving. You're not. Women know, they know it doesn't feel good to be aggressive. No woman, generally speaking, wants to be aggressive with people. That's not naturally what she wants to do. Uh, a man naturally wants to assert and lead. Men naturally don't want to sit in the back and do nothing. They want to be busy doing something, building something, creating something, leading somewhere. That's naturally the way that we're wired. However, because of insecurities, because of our upbringing, we don't understand that. So we grow up and we're not behaving the way that we should. And the results tells us this. Look at the results. How many people are not in a healthy relationship? How many people say, I, I can't seem to, I can't seem to find the person that fits me. I, I can't seem to find happiness. I, I can't seem to keep just regular friendships. I can't seem to really influence people at work. I can't seem to get the ear of my children. They don't listen. It's your energy. That's why. Again, it's not for me to tell you what energy you should be using. I'm just educating you here. You got to make that decision yourself. So let's go back through this again. Number one, opposites attract and always will balance out the equation. Now, what are some ways that you can apply this lesson here? Well, let's take just three simple areas of your life. Number one, let's go with your intimate relationships. Never date someone who's just like you. Don't do that. If you happen to be a masculine woman, you must understand you cannot date a masculine man. It won't work. That's two chiefs. Two chiefs. That's not going to work. We already went through that. Again, that's two magnets that are repelling because the particles are the same inside. Right? That That's not going to work. Just like... Vice versa, a masculine man, you, you, any masculine man will tell you they do not want to date a masculine woman. <laughs> we, we know that, all right? That's pretty obvious. Meaning they don't want to date another man. That's the point. Now, am I telling you what to do? No. If you're a masculine woman and that's the way you want your life to be, you must understand the balance to that is obviously being in a relationship with a feminine man. You see, so you have to understand, which is lesson two, um, what you want and who you need to be in order to get it. Right. But we must understand that opposites attract and will balance out the equation. Um, and again, even if it doesn't matter whether it's man and man, woman and woman, man and woman, call yourself whatever you want to call yourself. The energies are always there. Your energies either need to complement each other, and if they don't, that relationship is not going to last. That's just the bottom line. The results tell the story. You could push back. You could say, well, Devore, what about this? What about that? But when we strip it all the way and we go down to the root cause, it's your energy. Now, what about in the workplace? Opposites attract and help balance out the equation. Listen, if you are an owner of a company, 
and you have a team or you're a manager of a team, you need to have somebody on that team that's a little assertive, who takes initiative. You also need to have people on that team who's willing to follow. You can't have five chiefs. Right. So as a leader, you're, you're looking at who what type of person is this this person that I have on my team? What, who are they naturally? What about this person over here? Is this a person who naturally loves to lead? Let me put them in a leadership position. What about this person over here? Oh, they're they're more conservative. They don't like to take the lead. They wait till everybody says something and then they'll you know, they like to sit in the back. I'm not going to put that person in a leadership position. Because more than likely, that's not what they want. See, I got to balance out the equation of my team. I cannot put people in positions that does not suit who they are. Right? So if I have someone who naturally, again, is a leader, you're doing a big disservice to them if you're not giving them responsibility. Do you see that? So we, we have to understand that... Masculine and feminine energy exists in everyone, including in the workplace and people that you may be responsible for. You got to understand what their energy is like and put them in positions to express that energy authentically. Okay. Now, what is what about your family? What about your children? How does that work exactly? Well, again, you can't have two chiefs running the relationship and then trying to parent. How are you going to have two chiefs? That, that doesn't make sense. Meaning, the, the child is only hearing from one side of the energy. They need both. They need both. Okay? So, I, I, and I've heard this quite a few times, that people will say, well, the mother and the father, they need to parent the same way. That's not really possible, is it? Everybody's going to have their own way of parenting. What has to happen is the values must be shared. They must be the same. Meaning what I value when it comes to parenting should be the same thing as my wife values. But the, my approach is going to be different than her approach. But the results will still be the same. You see, we are balancing out the equation. She may take on certain topics a more masculine approach with our children. I may take a more masculine approach when it comes to our children on, on different things. My point is, is that we have to be self-aware enough to know when, right? That takes communication. That takes understanding who you are, dealing with your insecurities so you can behave authentically with your children. That's why for people who are listening, if your children are not listening to you, I guarantee your energy is off, which means your communication's off. And if it's just you... That, that's like my mother. It got to a point where whatever she said went in one ear and out the other because all I heard was nagging. I don't want to hear that. Right? I needed a man to go in there and say, hey, listen, if you don't l listen, you know, we're physically going to make something happen with you right now. So what, 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 what is it going to be? Oh, okay. Got it. That's how boys are. Because that's masculine energy. They respond well to that. Now, those are just a few examples on how you can apply the first lesson to your life. What about lesson number two? You need to know exactly what you want so you can understand who you need to be in order to get it. All right. Well, how do you apply that concept? Well, again, if you are wanting to 
obviously become a great leader um, in your family, um, you've got to understand when to be masculine and when to be feminine. You got to understand how to build trust. You got to understand what energy is going to allow you to do that, but depending on the situation. That's why I said the overall arching message here, guys, is that someone who's emotionally mature is by default already doing this. They know when. They know when. Even though sometimes they feel like, oh man, I really want to just, you know, I really want to get aggressive here and just slap him in the face. And then it's like, well, wait a minute, I need to get in control of myself first and then have a solid conversation, right? Again, that's a person who's emotionally mature, right? That's a person who is in control of themselves, right? So again, if you're wanting a relationship where, uh, let's say, you um, are looking for someone who's going to be the leader, looking for someone who's going to be majority of the provider and the protector, then you can't be those things. You got to be the polar opposite of that. That's who you need to be. That doesn't mean in every single aspect of the relationship it will be that way. It just means overall, that's how you guys are going to balance it out. You got to be that. Now, for example, this is nothing new. Okay. If you want to be a successful business owner, you need to be successful with yourself first. Right. In order to have, you got to be. Right. You got to be that person. That. That's a law, okay? That everybody is subject to that. You're not going to get the things that you want unless you become that person first. How do you become that person? It's with your attitude, your habits, your beliefs, your thinking, how you carry yourself, how you communicate, how you structure your day. All of that. Your belief system, letting go of old limiting beliefs so you can be this person naturally. And if you're, um, let's say you're a man and you're not finding much success and you want to be a leader, you want to be someone who provides and protect, well, you need to be looking for someone who complements that. But see, you say you may want that, but you've got to be that guy first. You cannot be demanding that and you have no job. You have zero confidence. You don't know what you're doing with your life. You have no purpose. You can't demand that. That doesn't make any sense. See, what's happening in today's world is we're asking for th things that we're not ready for because we don't know what we're doing. We were not taught. Nobody's fault. But we have to realize our own ignorance. We really don't know. Like, I really had to acknowledge I really did not know how to be a man. I was only raised by my mother, and I was just surrounded by quite a few females when I was a child. I wasn't really around men. So when I got into my 20s, I had a lot of hard, le hard lessons I had to go through. And it wasn't until the end of my 20s, when I got to finally 30, that I realized, oh, yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, the results are telling the story. I, I got I to gotta get a hold of this. I, I got to fix this because this is not helping me. I feel like I'm fighting myself. See, that's how it feels. Naturally, um, when you're not 
expressing your authentic energy or your masculine or feminine energy in an authentic way, it feels like there's a war going on inside you and it does not, it drains you because nobody taught you. So again, if you're a man and you're like, yeah, Devori, I really want to be a leader of my community. I want to be a leader of my family. I want to be in a position where I can financially provide. Even if I don't have to financially provide 100%, maybe my wife, she has her own business or job, and but I still should be able to provide. Um, listen, you need to be that man first, right? You got to work on that. That's why lesson number three is so true. Your insecurities will always stop you from accomplishing that. Right? That's exactly what's going to happen. You see, insecurities, they're, they're, they're limiting beliefs. They slow you down. They keep you stuck. And when I was in my 20s, I had a lot of toxic women in my life because of my insecurities. That's the energy I was walking around with. That's why I attracted them. Kept wondering, why, man, why, why is this woman so aggressive towards me? Why is she crazy? Because, bro, you're, you're, not, you're not being who you're supposed to be. So you're attracting that type of woman. That's what I had to tell myself. Right? Like, this is nothing new, guys. If you're negative, you attract negative people. Right? If you're not being yourself authentically, you're not going to attract the authentic person. You won't. Okay? So we have to understand that... Um, Whatever it is you want, you've got to look in the mirror and say, who do I need to be in order to get it? Who do I need to be in order to get it? You want respect? You want people to follow you? Then you need to be a leader. You can't ask for that and you're not a leader. You got to learn how to communicate. You got to take the initiative. You got to be the first one in, last one out. Right? These are all basics. But... You know, it's obvious today that so many people are taking this conversation and turning it into something that it's not. Okay. 90% of this conversation today um, that people are having is just a bunch of bitching, complaining, and moaning. There's no solutions involved. The solution starts with what? The solution starts by understanding what your natural energy is, and knowing when to express that. It's also understanding that if you're going to be successful in a relationship, then you have to recognize that opposites attract. You cannot have two chiefs in a relationship. Number two, you have to understand that if you want something, you got to look in the mirror and say, am I that person? Am I the person that would have that? If I'm not, what do I need to change? And maybe a follow-up question to that is, who is that person? What type of person would get the things that I desire? Right? So, it leads us to three. You're not going to become that person if you haven't dealt with your insecurities. So, if, you're, if you don't have a coach, a mentor... Um, maybe even a therapist, you're not addressing whatever's going on with you, you're not going to be very successful with this. You, you're just not. Because you're going to be operating from insecurities. You're going to be operating from limiting beliefs. 
which means you're not going to be authentic. You're not going to be who you are, really, deep down inside. You're going to express the limiting beliefs, the insecurities, and they're going to cause a problem in your relationships, not just intimately, but with your children and with people at work. And you don't have to go very far to see this. You probably have been through this, whether you were the person on the other side or you were the person causing it. Right. So. It's not for me to tell you, you know. You need to act this way. My thing for you tonight is to ask yourself, what does your results tell you? Does your results tell you that you understand how to express your masculine or feminine energy? Does your results show that? Right? Does your relationships show that? Not just intimately, but with your children, with your friends, with your coworkers. What does the results say? Based on that feedback, it'll tell you what work you need to do. That's what we're talking about tonight. This is work that everybody should be doing. You see, when you're young and you're a man, you just want to be aggressive. You just want to go 100 miles an hour. You don't want to talk. You, don't, you just want to do things from a logical point of view. The problem with that is that only gets you so far. Sooner or later, you need to exercise your intuition. That's what I'm saying. A lot of people are talking about this and they don't know what they're talking about. Okay. A man expressing feminine energy is not a negative thing. In fact, it speaks to his emotional maturity, his emotional intelligence, knowing when to be soft and then when to be hard, knowing when to be aggressive and get something done really quickly and knowing when to let it happen and not force it. Knowing when logic serves a purpose and knowing when to listen to his intuition. And the same could be said for a woman. Again, that's not what's being talked about, okay? So you want to take tonight and really ask yourself, you know, what is it that I want? Who do I need to be in order to get it? What insecurities do I need to address so I can behave authentically in my own energy? And when you're asking questions like that, you can't help but become successful because you're getting down to the root cause, right? Again, this topic of masculine and feminine energy is dominated by the, the expression of, of problems, um, limiting beliefs. Um, you know, people just, they want to say stuff to get a rise and, and they want to get people's attention. But where's the education? My expectation tonight is you were educated. You were educated on a few things. Number one is that opposites attract and balance out the equation. Both are necessary. You must have masculine energy and there has to be feminine energy. There has to. Why? Because one of the laws of the universe is what? The law of polarity. There's an opposite to everything. You can't have one without the other. So you understood that today. You learned that actually they both serve an important purpose. It's not for you to be like, oh, well, you know, feminine energy, that's ridiculous. Or masculine energy, that's, that's ridiculous. That's toxic. No. 
It's for you to sit there and say, how much do I truly understand the differences? How much do I really understand when I should be expressing that on a day-to-day basis? Right? If you know the differences and you're able to express it, your results will show that. The other thing that you learned today is what? Understanding that you're not going to get what you want if you don't become that person first. Right? Like if you're saying, I want, I would rather just... I don't want to be in a leadership position at work. I just want to follow. I don't want that responsibility. Then you need to act like a follower. You can't be a chief on the sidelines. And vice versa. If you want to be a leader, you can't be sitting in the back. You got to get off the chair, get up there, take initiative, put yourself out there. Right? Again, understanding <laughs> the the differences in who you need to be in order to get what you want. Okay? If you're a woman and you were raised by a single mother and she told you that you don't need anybody and do everything yourself, then what are you expecting to happen? You're not going to find somebody. And if you do find somebody, they have to be the opposite of your energy. I'm not telling you your energy is wrong. I'm just telling you what the results will be. You figure out what's right and what's wrong for you. It's not for me to tell you. It's for you to come to that realization on your own. And the same thing with a man. It goes both ways. And again, you have to address your insecurities. You have to address your limiting beliefs. You've got to, you got to acknowledge that, listen, my, my parents, they gave me everything they had. And the things that I, not, I did not receive from my parents, I need to address that. Because when you turn 18, your life, you're responsible for your life. And if you don't take charge of your life, someone else will. And you're not going to like the results of that. So acknowledge that you do have insecurities. I have insecurities. Everybody has insecurities, believe it or not. Everybody has limiting beliefs. But we have to address that if we're planning to become authentic. Some of you guys, you're watching and you upload content. You're a content creator. You have your own business or some something of that nature. And you know you should be uploading TikTok or Instagrams, whatever. You're not going to be very successful in doing that if you're not authentic. So I say you got to address your insecurities. Authentic is the way to go. Don't allow the numbers to fool you. Just because people have millions of followers and they're getting millions of likes does not mean they're making any money. It absolutely does not mean they're actually helping people. Okay? You got to understand that. You have to understand that. So work on the insecurities. Get the help you need. Get a mentor. Get a coach. Doesn't have to be me. Get somebody. Because you can no longer continue to waste your time being something that you're not. Naturally, you are amazing. Whether you're a man or a woman, the natural energy that you've been given is powerful. The things that you can do with your own energy is nothing short of, you know, greatness. So don't let someone tell you for a second, oh, well, you know, you're masculine, brother. You need to calm it down, man. That's toxic. That's bad. Or, hey, girl, you know, you're a little too feminine. You need to, you know, don't let people tell you that because they're speaking from insecurities. Okay? They don't know what they're talking about. You know how powerful feminine energy can be? Right? Behind every great man, there's a what? A great woman? 
If you're religious, who was the first people? If you're a Christian, Adam and Eve. So don't let society tell you, oh, well, you know, we don't need a woman or we don't need a man or they're toxic. And they're speaking from their experience. So they are right because that's what they experience. Right. But I'm telling you, I've been on the other side. I know what it's like to be a toxic person. I know what it's like to date toxic people. I know what it's like to work in a toxic environment and be managed and controlled and led by a toxic leader. I know all that. And I've been on both sides. And again, it comes down to not understanding the energies, the differences, and when and how to use them. So... What do you guys have to say about all this tonight? What questions do we have? Let's see here. Let's see what questions we got. Uh, let's see here. Question from Emery Ghost. Were you in the military? Yes. This is live on YouTube. Live on YouTube. Oh, looks like there's a glitch on TikTok again. Okay, well, that's fine. Got it. Uh, let's see. Intuitive Nick says... She says, uh, I totally resonate with what you're saying. Thank you. I appreciate that. What other questions do we have? Uh, Michael on YouTube writes, my wife's intuition is one of my greatest assets. It stopped me from making a lot of dumb decisions. That's exactly what I'm talking about. You know, sometimes my wife will say, yeah, we got to do this. And I'll be like, it's her intuition gotta trust that you know i tell her she should trust her intuition i tell everybody the same thing women are already naturally intuitive that's why i'm a firm believer that women are some of the best salespeople out there because they're intuitive they are emotional they don't have any problem um, expressing emotions men on the other hand that's not always our strong suit but we need to understand how to use that Here's a question um, or another statement. Oh, hold on, let me back up here. Nini8632 writes, is it too late to change when you are old? It's never too late. It's never too late. You see, you, you will surprise yourself when you become the change you want to see. Things change pretty quickly. Like if you do the work, you're going to get the results. Intuitive Nick writes, our, our authentic, our authenticity, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, let's see. When we are authentic, that's our medicine that we bring to the world. I love it. Uh, let me see here. Onik writes, what if it's an insecurity that you're afraid people will talk about, especially for content creating? 
<clears throat> How do you know people are going to talk about it? How do you know? My question for you is, how do you know that for sure? How do you know what people actually talk about when they see your content? And I'm not talking about trolls who obviously leave dumb comments. I'm not talking about those people. Those people, there's no value. There's, there's no reason why you should be giving those comments any energy. I'm talking, I'm talking about other types of comments. Okay, so how do you know what people are talking about exactly? Yeah, if you can answer that, that'd be great. Now, let me address something else. I think one of the things that holds people back from content creation is they care too much about what other people think. That's the bottom line. But here's why that's insanity. Okay, you cannot create stuff with the intention of wanting everybody to like it. That's not possible. I'm just saying, what is one of the laws of the universe? The law of polarity. There's an opposite to everything. People are going to love it and they're going to be people who hate it. They're going to be people who resonate and people who don't. There's nothing you can do about that. The only thing that you can control is how authentic are you being in your content creation? If you want more people to be inspired by what you do and respect what you have to say, you got to be authentic. See, even with the people you disagree with, I'm sure there's a level of respect you still have because they're so honest. Right? Think about it. Why do so many people love Donald Trump and at the same time so many people hate him? Because he says whatever he thinks. He's authentic. Now, you may not agree with his values and how he lives his life and what he talks about and how he says it and all these other things. But what you can't deny is how honest he is. And that's why you have such a, this, he's, he's a polarizing person because it's such a, there's, there's people not in the middle. You either love this guy or you hate him because he's that authentic. See, when you're really authentic and you're yourself, you will have people who love you, who resonate. They're, they're, you know, they're in harmony with you. And you're going to have people who just are not. You can't care about that. It doesn't matter. So you got to create things because you're looking to help people. That's what matters the most. What's your question, Onik? Or what's your answer? I asked you a question. How do you know what people are going to say? How do you know? Oh, I think this is your response. That's true. I just see how people tear each other down online, and I'm afraid people will do it to me. Well, let me ask you a question. How many times have you been watching my podcast and people come in the comments and troll? Have you guys, for people who've watched me for quite some time, how many of you guys have seen people come in here and troll my stuff? Are they tearing me down? I don't think so. You see, I think in today's world, it's easy to be a victim. 
we have to understand that people don't have the control over us that we think they do. See, people who have control over us is people we have allowed to have control over us. Nobody can tear you down. The only person that can tear yourself down is you. See, the fact that you're hesitant and you're too fearful to put up content, you're tearing yourself down. You're stopping yourself from doing what you truly want to do. You're the problem. Not not the trolls in the comments, not people who don't resonate with your stuff. They're not the problem. You're the problem. You're not confident. You need to believe in what you have to say. I believe in everything that, I, that I'm saying in, the, in these episodes. I don't care if you don't like it. It's not my problem. I know there are people who do. They send me messages every day. I know people that do because people sign up and become a client every week. That's happening. So the results tell the story is my point. You're not going to make everybody happy. You can't care about what other people think because you're not responsible for what they think about. That's their responsibility. Your responsibility is to yourself. You have a purpose in life. You have a message that you probably believe can help people. I almost can say that I'm quite offended when people do that because it's like you already know you have something that can help people. What the hell are you doing? People need what you have. You say, oh, I want to help people. Yeah, but what does your behavior say? Do you really want to help people? See, I really want to help people. I don't. I give two shits about the, the numbers. I, I don't care about all that stuff. All I care about is helping you get what you want. That's all that matters. All this other stuff, it'll be taken care of. So I show up here. I'm very authentic. Some people, I hurt their feelings. Some people think I'm a little firm. Some people think I'm too blunt. I don't care. It's who I am. You either are going to love it or you're going to hate it. And if you hate it, then you won't watch. That's fine. I know people who are watching clearly are getting something out of this. So you, you got to block all that out and, and just do exactly what you said you're going to do. Now, right now, I'm expressing what? Masculine energy. You need to stop fucking around and you need to put the content out. Right. That's me being a little aggressive towards you. Right. Because I'm I'm telling you, hey, you're playing games with yourself. You need to get out there and make shit happen. Just stop it. All right. OK. People need what you have. Now, feminine energy could be like, you know what? Just listen to your intuition. You know, you'll do it when you're ready. Right. Trust yourself. See the difference. Now, you're not in front of me, so I don't know which one you respond to better, but um, I'm more direct with people because that's how I respond. I respond best when people are saying, hey, this is what it is, Devorian. This is what it is. One, two, three. I need you to do this. Got it. That's the way I'm programmed. All right. Uh, let's keep going here. Happy to be alive, writes, as a woman, can I be both masculine and feminine 50-50 energy, or am I just confused? It's a great question. I don't think there's a percentage. I would say that, what are we, but what are you talking about exactly? Are you talking about at work? Are you talking about in your relationships? What are you talking about? 
right? I can't answer that until I know what's the what's the context here. Are you talking about in your relationships, or are you talking about work? That's two different environments that call for two different energies. By the way. Let me go to YouTube. Galaxy Big Bird writes, excuse me, guys. What do I do if coming up, if I'm coming up empty on content creation? I'm currently stuck in the middle of my content creation. So, number one, you don't want to force it, which would be an example of you being masculine, right? Um, you probably just need to chill out for a bit and wait till you get inspired again. And then create from that place. That's why I'm telling you guys, this show is not, I don't, this podcast is not based on logic. Every, every episode was not logically planned. Every episode comes from intuition. I didn't even know I was going to do a show today until like an hour ago. I was like, oh yeah, you know what? I feel like I should do a show today. That's my intuition. I find that it's easy to create content when you're inspired and creative. If you're not in an inspired or creative space, don't even waste your time because you're just forcing it at that point. Especially if you're not, if, if you would say that you're not, um, especially if you're starting out in the beginning. Um, but I don't know what your situation is. I don't know what your goal is. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, I don't know, you know, what it, you know, what exactly are you trying to accomplish? You know, but generally speaking, coming up with content is the easiest thing to do when you are being authentic and you are doing things on a daily basis that's in alignment with what you love to do because the energy is already there. When you love what you do, you're always going to be creative. You're naturally going to be inspired, driven, motivated. So that's another thing is if you're trying to create content around something you truly don't love, that's a waste of time. If you're trying to create content for money, it's a waste of time. Can't be doing it for those reasons. You got to be doing it for a purpose. So probably not the answer you're looking for. You may have been looking for a strategy. There's no strategies here. You've you got to listen to yourself. You got to get in a creative space. You got to do the work that allows you to put yourself in a creative space and feel inspired. Right? So like if you're going to work... And you, you continue to stress yourself out every day and then you're expecting to come home and then create content. That's not going to work. OK, you got to set yourself up for success. That, that, that's another thing. Um, now, here's a couple of strategies, I guess. Um, if you absolutely don't have any idea what to talk about, read your comments. Go back and read, read your comments from all your videos. Go read comments on other people talking about the same thing that you're talking about. Use that as ideas. And one of those comments may inspire you to create a video. Or ask yourself, 
if I'm going to create a video right now, or maybe frame it this way, what would I tell my five-year-old self? Like the person I was five years ago, what video would I create for that person? What does that person need to hear right now? The person I was five years ago, what does that person need to hear right now? That's why I do the podcast the way that I do it. I'm not playing any games here. I'm not sugarcoating anything. The results tell the story. Like, I wish someone told me that. But, you know, we live in a world where nobody wants to be honest. People just, you know, I don't want to hurt your feelings. No, man. People, they need to be told what they need to hear, not what they want to hear. All right, let's see here. How do we move through the block or fear? The fear, what exactly? Intuitive Nick, what do you mean? The fear, what? What fear are you trying to move through exactly? Now, we if you're going to overcome your fears, you got to understand three things. Number one, Fear is absolutely necessary. In fact, it's a great thing. If you're not scared, the chances are you're not outside your comfort zone, which means you're not growing. Number two, if you are scared, the chances are you're doing something you've never done before. Again, that's a great thing. And number three, just because you're scared, that does not mean you should quit and go back. In fact, it means you should speed up and move forward. If you start to understand those three things, you're going to get over your fears pretty quickly. That doesn't mean they're not they're going to go away. You always are going to be scared as long as you're outside your comfort zone. But the way you respond to it, if you follow those three things, it becomes easy. All right. Nini8632, how you do how do you deal with your insecurities? Well, number 1, you need to acknowledge you have them. What is the insecurity exactly? Where is it coming from? Now, let me give you guys a great example of this. If you're like me and you were a single child, chances are you have an insecurity when it comes to working with other people and allowing other people to lead. You don't trust other people naturally. Generally speaking, by the way, I'm not saying every single person, but generally speaking, if you're a single child, you don't work well with others because you have some insecurities. Well, number one, you need to acknowledge that that is the truth because the results are telling the story. I got a conversation with a client of mine uh, last week and she was like, well, you know, I keep I don't find much success in my friendships. You know, they always I always end up cutting the person off. And and we finally realized that it's because of her insecurities when it comes to relationships. She doesn't trust people. And at the same time. Um, she has guilt. So when she acts the way she does in a relationship, it's coming from a place of guilt. That's insecurity. That's why the relationships don't work. My point is, number one, is you got to acknowledge that you have them. And number two, you need to become aware of what it is. Once you start to become aware of what it is, that's majority of it there. From there, you should be able to override it moving forward. And the more you override it, sooner or later, it just goes away. That's a short answer, by the way.
All right, let's see here. Uh, happy to be alive writes, is being half and half energy, half masculine and half female, a dangerous place to be? Um, again, you guys got to answer my question. Uh, in every way, at work, family, romantic. So happy to be alive. It's based on what you're doing. It depends on what you're doing. If you're at work and you're in charge of a department, then you're probably going to have to be a little bit more masculine than you would probably like to be because you need to get people to do what they need to do. They need to know what they, they should be doing. You need to hold them accountable. But that doesn't mean you need to be 110% masculine. You just need to know when, right? But if you're talking about romantically and you're a woman and you want a masculine man, then that would be an example where you should definitely be feminine. You know, this is really basic, um, but it's shocking. People don't understand that. Just look at their behavior. People, people don't get that. Um, yeah, with your family, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. By the way, I'm attracted to a really masculine man, not aggressive, who show kindness and respect for others. Exactly. Uh, let's see here. I've been a holistic therapist for 23 years and confident in what I do. But the online presence scares me. Yeah, because you haven't been online. That's why you're scared. But that's not a reason for you to be inconsistent and not show up. You see, you have all that experience. What are you doing? See, you could be the best therapist in town, but if nobody knows you, what difference does it make? It's like any entrepreneur out there. You can have the best idea or product or a service, but if nobody knows, it doesn't matter. The guy down the street could have a shitty service, but everybody knows him. That's why he keeps getting business. Cause and effect. You got to get out there. You just got to do it. And you got to tell yourself why. Why would you put why would you go outside your comfort zone and build an online presence? You got to have a strong purpose. That's why I start every single episode with your purpose in life. You you got to that's all you need. I'm creating this video even though I don't know what I'm doing, even though I don't know how people are going to react, but I'm doing this video because I want to help somebody. That's what matters the most. That that's that's the best way to handle it. I mean, Let's see here. We got a question on YouTube. I think you answered it perfectly. Thank you so much. I feel an inspired, inspiring idea coming up right on the tip of my tongue, but I can't make sense of it. I feel like something is missing, but don't know what it, that is on the content I'm currently stuck on. Well, number one, you got to stop. You've already said it. You said you're stuck. Now stop thinking about that. Let me explain something to you. My wife, she has almost 500,000 followers on TikTok and other, I don't know, 100,000 on other platforms. Um, 
I have almost 300,000. Listen. I don't do videos unless I'm inspired to do them. She's not going to do videos unless she feels up to it. Why are you going to try to force yourself to create something you're not ready for? Got to relax, man. Like if you feel like you're stuck, it's 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 a good reminder to stop what you're doing, put it down and walk away. It works. Trust me, it works. Uh, let's see here. To make a life, to make a difference in the lives of others, that's my drive in life. Then that's what you tell yourself before you create the videos to put on TikTok. You see, one way or another, you 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 gotta, you know, you, you gotta get on it. You gotta be you, you gotta be assertive with this. You know, you gotta take the initiative. You just gotta put it out there. The only way you're gonna get good at putting content and building an online presence is by actually doing it. Okay, the online presence isn't just gonna show up on your doorstep. You gotta do something first. Okay, you gotta go do something. You gotta put the content out there. So again, this would be an example of where your masculine energy, you need to exercise that. You got to get on it. You got to take action. And then as far as what am I going to talk about, that's where your feminine energy comes into play. Listen to your intuition. That'll tell you what, what you need to talk about. Change is so scary, but necessary. Exactly. It sure is. I bought everything I needed to create content and left it for months. Yeah. Happy to be alive, right? So be dynamic. Adapt based on the situation and content. Absolutely. You know, because um, you're a woman, obviously. There are women who are doctors and lawyers. Um, and when they go home to their husband, they let him lead. You see, that's what I'm saying. It's based on what you want. If you want to be the leader in a relationship, then you got to date a follower. That's the way it works. It's not for me to tell you to be a leader or a follower. That's on you. That's it's all based on what you want. But you got it. You got to adapt based on the situation and the context. That's why it's not black and white. You know, that's that's what happens on social media. You know, it's just like these little clips, black and white, you know. Um, but no, you, you got to understand the situation you're in. You got to understand the context. Okay. Now, here's my opinion, okay? I've given you guys education. You go look this up yourself. If you do the research, you'll find the same thing that I talked about tonight. But here is an opinion that I have. The main problem with what's happening with relationships today um, is people are not taking into consideration who they need to be to get what they want. 
who they need to be in order to get what they want, whether that's men or women. Men want to be respected. They want people to follow. Okay, then you need to be someone that people would want to follow. You cannot demand that and you don't have your shit together. That's my opinion. Right? That's just what it is. And at the same time, you want someone to to lead you. You want someone that you can trust. Well, you got to trust them. Can't go in there with, you know, ill-conceived ideas of this person already because the last person did did you wrong or something like that. Right? You got to come in with your hands clean. That's what I'm saying. People are trying to get into relationships and their hands are dirty. That's that doesn't work. That that's my opinion. It's it, it's really easy to see this. You know, it's like I'm drained. I don't have any energy. I'm not motivated. Okay. But that's because you're not doing what you want to do. I'm always dating people who take advantage of me and don't respect me. Yeah, because that's it's because you don't respect yourself. Right? So it, we, we don't, the answers are, you're the answer is my point. You're the solution. You're the problem. You know, this topic tonight, it's really simple. All you need to do is understand the differences. Educate yourself on the differences. Educate yourself on the characteristics. And also become aware of when it's best to use them based on what you want. Based on what you want. There's a good friend of mine. We just went to uh, L.A. with her uh, over the weekend. Um, she's, when it comes to relationships, I would argue that she's a little bit masculine. But that's what she wants. She does not want to be feminine. She's not looking for a marriage. She's not really looking for a permanent relationship. So her acting that way serves her. It helps her get what she wants. So in her way, she's right. That's what I'm saying. It comes down to what is it that you want. That baked, that dictates, okay, here's where what energy I need to bring to the table. If I want to be respected, if I want to lead, then I need to be the example. Right? If I want to be led, then I need to be a good follower. Right? It goes both ways. Let's see here. Devore, what's your new schedule for your lives now? Monday, Wednesday, Friday, sometimes on Sunday at 6.45 California time. PST. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 6.45 p.m. California time. Sometimes on Sundays, like tonight. Uh, Melissa Ann. Hey, Melissa. Feminine energy is so huge. We think we have to be strong and it comes off masculine. Don't let your past pain bleed into your future. Exactly. 
And that's for both men and women. Men could be in the same position, had a lot of past trauma, and you're not acting confidently. You're not leading. You're not being assertive. You're not, that's why you're not getting the results you want. All right, I think we're at the end here. I think we address all the questions. Um, I think this conversation is simple, but I do believe that it gets complicated. Uh, people get confused, and then people don't know what to actually do and where to start. So let's recap everything I said today. There are three lessons you're going to need to learn if you're going to master your masculine and feminine energy in your relationships. Number one, understanding that opposites attract and also will balance out the equation. I use the example of magnets. When both magnets have the same arrangement with the particles inside, they will not attract to each other. They will repel. I gave you another example of that. You cannot have two chiefs in charge. That isn't going to work. That confuses people and also causes what? conflict with the both of them so we have to understand that we need someone to balance us out that's the way it works so if you are a person you listen to this tonight and you're thinking about you need improvement with your relationships intimately you gotta ask yourself what energy are you because that's dictating everything you also learn tonight that um you got to look at what you want and then ask yourself, who do you need to become that? Who do you need to be in order to get that? Again, if you're like, well, I want to be a leader. I want to be in charge. I want people to respect me. I want people to follow me. Well, then who do you need to be in order to, to do that? Okay, you can't be someone who comes in late every day. You can't be someone people can't depend on. You can't be someone who keeps making mistakes over and over and over again. You got to be the example. You got to take the initiative. You got to be assertive. You got to take the lead. You got to be a will person willing to be um, to make a mistake and make a decision and 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 express your humility when you don't know something. That's what all great leaders do. Also, maybe you're a person where you're like, "Hey, man, I don't want that responsibility." Then be an intelligent follower. Follow people who are successful. Don't follow people who are not. Again, one is masculine when you're trying to take the lead. One is feminine when you're following. Now, if you want, like I stated, um, better relationships, got to look at that. Who are you being? Number three, your insecurities will always stop you from behaving authentically in your energy. If you have not addressed the way that you grew up, it's hindering your ability to be feminine. It's hindering your ability to be masculine. That's what's happening. And there can absolutely be an imbalance. You may be a woman and you're 100% masculine. And that's why you're not successful in your relationships. The results tell the story. Well, I can't trust any men. There's no, there's no good men out there. Well, if that's what you believe, then you're never going to find them. See, logically, that makes sense. Logically, it makes sense because only the men you have dated, the people you've spoken to, which is still a small minority of people in the world, um, logically, it makes sense that you people aren't good. There's no good, good men out there. Or there's no good women out there. It's logical to say that. 
but that's not true. Because every single day there are people who compliment each other and they're in healthy relationships. Why can't you be in one? Well, you got to look at yourself. What are your insecurities? Same thing with a man. If you're too feminine, I don't know what to tell you, brother. You're not going to earn anybody's respect doing that. So you got to ask yourself, why do you act that way? And what are you going to do to change it? That doesn't mean you need to become toxic and aggressive and manipulative and, you know, that doesn't mean that. does not mean that. But it does mean that you may need to learn to become the man that nobody ever taught you. You need to learn that. Just like a woman must learn how to be a woman who's feminine if nobody ever taught her. Just like everything else we talk about in this podcast. I know at least 95% of the stuff we talk about, you may have heard of it. You may have even read it. You may have even talked about it, but nobody really ever taught you. Because that's just the way it is. When we go to school, this is not the topic of conversation. They want to tell us, hey, what, what's the second president? When was this war? What about algebra? Like they want us to know all that crap. That doesn't mean anything at the end of the day. That's not going to help you live a happy life. We know this. If I need to know who the second president of the United States is, I can just go look it up. I digress. Uh, all right, we got a couple more questions before we hop off here. I will. Um, I'll answer them really quickly. If I never had a relationship before, how do I know what energies should I bring if I ever get one or when I get one? It's based on what you want. What do you want in your relationship? What type of person are you wanting to be with? That tells you everything. If you want to be with someone who's going to let you lead, then that means you, that's the energy you need to bring to the relationship, leadership. Take the lead, take initiative, be assertive. If you want to be led, then you need to come to the relationship with wanting to be led. Follower. And one is not less than the other, by the way, guys. You know, because some people are going to say that. Oh, well, you know, that's not what it is. Stop it. Both are required for success, by the way. All great leaders know how to be intelligent followers, by the way. Uh, I think we had one more. Let's see here. My husband was very, oh, it's my wife. My husband was very hard, but soft with me behind doors. That's how I knew he was the one. <laughs> uh, thank you. Miss Michelle, too, writes, hello. Do you still come on weekdays? I do. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and sometimes Sunday, 6.45 p.m. California time. Uh, let's see here. Michael Morris writes, I missed your show in the morning. I'm on Eastern Standard Time and it's past my bedtime. Yeah, well, had a lot of things change. So I appreciate you guys being flexible. <laughs> um, yeah, the, the, my best is going to be at this time moving forward. Uh, I'm on, I, right now with the way my schedule is, doing it in the morning wouldn't be good for you guys. Trust me. So... Um, the doing it at this time has worked very well for me. Uh, 
And listen, it's going to change again um, in a couple months. It's going to change again. So, you know, I appreciate your guys' flexibility. This is why I recorded and go live on YouTube. That way you guys can immediately go back and, re and re-watch it based on, on, on your own time. And by the way, if you re-watch a past episode and you leave a comment, I do read those. So you leave a comment or a question, I may even turn that into the next episode. So don't even, even if you are not catching me live, I will read your comment, your feedbacks, your questions um, on the one that I had already did. And I will use that as content moving forward. Because remember, this podcast, it's, it's about you. Got my cat's hair on me. Let's see here. Exactly. Yeah, that's right, Melissa. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, I have, an, I have another business, guys, that I'm a co-owner in and I'm vice president. And um, I, I have to dedicate time in the morning for that. So I had to push this to this time. That's the reality. All right. I think we're at the end here, guys. I, I've said it twice already. Um, you know what to do. You know, take what you heard tonight and really ask yourself what changes I need to make and then start making them. Uh, remember, we do have the Purpose Finder Cheat Sheet. So if you don't know what your purpose in life is, go to the link in my bio and download it. Also, if you watch this today and you're like, you know what? I need someone to hold me accountable. I need someone to mentor me through this. Schedule a life audit call. You could do that by going to the link in my bio. All right. Now, I haven't said all that. Take care, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Devore Darkens Live podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to help you master your mindset so you can manifest more money, more freedom, and a better life. Remember, subscribe to the YouTube channel and follow me on Facebook, TikTok, and IG at Devore Darkens. Love you and take care. <laughs>